Yeah, that's grounds Love right Talk there. Radio. That's grounds to get your ass. Welcome to the war room. We got Taz, Kill, Jimmy, PJ, B Boston, a hot block commander. How you wanna end up one or two hour show and keep the brain running with the premise of talk sports on a national level? Roll with the topic, sort of like the rubber when it's game time, they like the fat five doing prime time. Sports conglomerates speak their minds a little bit. For sports medicine and sports veterans and great. The four for 26, so the war in Kuwait is the war room. With five nights at the round table, five silly guys, diversified and educated. Nah, we don't make no mistakes before the show. Whatever you heard us say, we meant it. All right, what up, everybody? <laughs> What's going on, War Room family? Once again, live in the War Room, brought to you by War Room Sports on the War Room Sports Podcast Network. I'm one of your hosts. I'm the boy, Dev, and I'm at the War Room Roundtable with my brothers. We got B. Austin in the building. We got Jimmy, Jimmy the Blueprint in the building. So we're going to do what we do, man. We're going to talk our ish for a little while. Look, the sun have punched their ticket to the NBA Finals. So now we're just waiting on that MASH series to end out East. We're going to talk NBA playoffs. So sit back, relax, get comfy, and bust it up again with your guys in the greatest man cave in sports. Y'all know what it is. It's the War Room. Of course, you can get in on the conversation yourself by signing in right now to the Bodyhood chat room at blogtalkradio.com slash the War Room. Or you could join us on Facebook or Twitter at War Room Sports. We'll also be taking your calls in about 20 minutes on the Digital Extreme Tech Hotline, so sit tight. That number is 323-410-0012. What up, bros? The boy uh, Cosby's out of the can. He repping Central High on his whole stroll, and um, certain folks are celebrating. So w- what's up with it all, man? What, you, what say y'all? Yo, man, what's really good? Chilling, man. Yo, what's up with your man representing the two to five to the six? I'm going to put my jello pudding pops in somebody really quickly. Yeah. I just, I just feel like, I just feel like uh, it just gave me a chance to slander all my homies and homets from uh, 256 because um, he had y'all name, had y'all name on his back. You know what I'm saying? Nasty boy, but. Yeah, I don't celebrate. I don't celebrate the book yeah. coming home. That ain't that ain't what I'm into. Yeah, and I almost <laughs> forgot. I almost forgot we do the national like thing. For those, <laughs> for those that don't know what, I let this rock first. That you do in your show. For for everybody that. <laughs> Don't know exactly what we're talking about. I mean, I know everybody knows the story that Bill Cosby was free. We'll get into why in just a minute. But the T-shirt yes. that he was wearing um, when he got out of the can um, is a T-shirt from uh, me and Jimmy's high school. But when you see that number on the front, 256, that's not from our particular class. That's actually from a graduating class two years after us. Um, shout out to... Uh, Phil Maddock, 365, from the Tissue and the Tape Hip Hop show on the War Room Sports Podcast Network because he is a, a, a proud member of the 256 graduating class of Central High School in Philadelphia. So, you know, uh, Bill, Bill Cosby came out representing them. Um, very glad that he had, didn't have the 254 emblazoned on his shirt because I'm not really ready to be repped by a homie right now. 
Um, and for those who also didn't know, Bill Cosby did attend that high school. He didn't graduate from that high school, though, but he he's always taken pride. You'll catch a couple of Cosby Show episodes where he's rocking Central High School gear. Um, you'll catch him around rocking Central High School gear, whatever. But all right, so what were your thoughts when he got out? Because the crazy part is, you know, it's, it's the, the I told you so bunch is running around with their mm-hmm. chest poked out. But you already know that I told you so bunch was the ones who defended him tooth and nail in the first place. You oh, already know that. Tooth ignorant, and right? nail. Tooth and so nail. So you already so know that they're ignorant. Let's, let's, wait, 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 wait. Let's talk wait, about it. So the, the fact that they're saying I told you so is further ignorance because Bill Cosby did not get out of jail because he was exonerated, because he was proven innocent. He pretty much got out on a technicality because the prosecutor, um, you know, the, the people who prosecuted him in this case – was supposed to go on their predecessor's word that after his deposition and everything that he said um, during that deposition, he was not supposed to be able to get charged for that particular crime. Um, There's still no evidence that they ever even put that in writing, but the uh, Pennsylvania Supreme Court ruled that, you know, that it was a, you know, it was a bogus conviction because of the promise that was made to him when he was snitching on himself in the deposition. So if everybody's sitting here acting like he didn't do it, like if you ever read the deposition, he did it. <laughs> like, but he made a deal that he couldn't get convicted for it. And they actually tried him 12 days before the statute of limitations was up. But uh, now they're overturning the conviction because he was made you know, he made a deal prior to being prosecuted in the first place. So that shouldn't have happened. So B, what's your thoughts on this whole Cosby show yeah, and all? Boy, I mean, asked me a question show. and then gave him my answer. You basically, no, I was, I was you, explaining you, the, the, the stuff to the people because some of the ignorant people I, we talking to might be listening. I, I was a lot of I was just going I was just going to hit them. I was just going to hit them with the pure fact that in a court of law. Um, when the government makes a deal, uh, and apparently it doesn't even have to be in writing at this time, but when a government when the government makes a deal, they have to honor that deal. It has nothing to do with the innocence or guilt of the party of the counterparty involved in that in that deal. And so, the deposition, basically, in order to get him deposed, they had to tell him, "Listen, if you tell us." that you, you know, put roofies in these chicks' uh, uh, drinks and, and pop them in multiple orifices without their permission, we can't do anything to you. You're good. But we need this for the civil case, which is in and of itself is a travesty because a civil case has to do with the economics and co- commerce behind crime in a lot of cases, uh, and that's yeah. kind of sickly funny in and of itself. So in a civil case – they told him there would be no criminal repercussions to you admitting to the actions that you participated in and perpetrated, which was the sexual assault of women. And like you alluded to, like he came out in that deposition and admitted to sexually assaulting women to which the parties that you're talking to the Cosby defense force, um, they basically, you know, they were basically saying that, um, 
at that like point in time in history that you know. every everybody uh, used roofies and everybody was dropping Mickey's in women's drinks and taking the punani. And that simply isn't historically accurate. Um, that's not the case, man. Uh, your man is a sexual deviant. He's a predator. He's guilty of sexual assault. He did it. The laws of the land are written so that if you structure your contracts correctly, your agreements with the government, and you have the money and resources to fight cases and create reasonable doubt, there is a possibility, however strong or weak, that you can get off. And that's what that's what occurred here. I mean, it, it, it it's not a matter of guilt or, or innocence. And the, the sad fact and, and kind of what I'm looking at in terms of where we are as a society in large and specifically us as a people, everyone that I talk to presents the, what about Harvey Weinstein? What about Michael J. Fox? What about this rapist? Yeah. What about that rapist? They, they say, and, 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 but that's what I'm saying. Like the, the people who defend him, I'm like, they don't know the details of his case. And like you said, there's quick to throw out somebody else's. Like, there are people still saying, what about Harvey Weinstein? Harvey Weinstein got 23 years, assholes. Like, follow the case well, on, if you want to use it. Like, yeah. And he's go ahead, facing go ahead, charges in that. California. Like, Harvey Weinstein is going to get thrown under the jail. So, like, if y'all want to keep give a using that, know the, know the details. Let me give a different perspective, right? Because for me, this, to me, this conversation is mad nuanced. Um, and it's a lot. It goes. It goes into a lot of different things, right? So, uh, for one, no, because for one, like when you read the transcripts, he does talk about drugging women, but not necessarily taking right. the punani. He didn't say Once he the, took it. He said he. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He said he said no, he no, got quaaludes to give them to women. Yeah. He definitely did. Absolutely, but but the one thing he's been consistent with is that. Listen, we was getting high and we was boinking, right? Now, again, I'm not, I don't even care about him because I think this is a deeper conversation, culture, and just about a lot of things, right? So this is why I'm torn. I'm torn because on the one hand, when I see people that defend him the way they do, I ask myself why. Because these people feel like the system has been so against their people that this is kind of like their backlash. It's almost like OJ. When we know OJ murdered their no. woman, I mean allegedly. I, but yeah, I, it's, I think it's, you, it's you're giving like, some of them too much credit. Though, Jim, some of them defending him just because I mean, he's comfortable, yeah. I mean, that's possible <laughs> yeah. because he lives, yeah. he lives, he lives, he lives but, in a society have the where people are sick that, like what you're talking about. But some of them defending him just yeah. So, so yeah. I always, I always try to figure out why. Like, why is that? But then, as I start to think about that, I think about the fact that what if a police officer, like you know, murdered someone black, you know, admitted to murdering that person black, and then they got off on a technicality? How would I feel about that? Right. So. It's, it, that's why I said it's a nuanced conversation, and when you get into court cases like this, it always is. It's never black and white one way or the other. There's a lot of factors in it. I mean, if if he's telling the truth, which, you know, it sounds suspicious, but if he's telling the truth and he was just getting high with women and they was doing what they're doing, and Austin, I mean, I will, I will push back a little bit on the culture, too, because one thing I can admit to, which is also which is hard for me, like I, I grew up in a different culture where I did things I'm not proud of. Not, I never drugged any woman or anything like that, but I definitely do up in Triz culture. Like, so, I mean, I think that Triz culture, and unless you, you want to admit something on air that I pray that you do not, is consenting. That's a consenting adult. There are plenty of women 
that have told right me that they thoroughly enjoy multiple enuses and multiple orifices and, and one no, after listen, the other. cool you. with that. But, but I mean, even, not even illegal. if they have it's nasty. Now, not, you know, it was consensual. It's nasty, hold, hold, hold. but it ain't illegal. Yeah. Whole, yeah. First off, first off. A lot of these women said they, they woke up. I don't, I don't do the, and, I you know. never did the sword fight in Tristan Nathaniel. I was never in the back. But my point is, um, <laughs> my, my point is. <laughs> I was hoping not. No, I mean, you're talking about this. Never mind. Anyway, um. All I'm saying is that it was a different culture, and I have heard from old heads who, who grew up in the 60s and the 70s, like about don't know the, etiquette. You know, about, about, Let me try and get too close to you. Shout out the one Haitian brother. <laughs> what they call what they call uh, powder what they call powder parties. They had powder parties, and you know what I mean put put a couple things up their nose, and you know they get to. But anyway, with all that being said. It, to me, this is a, a straight, nuanced conversation. That's why I really don't even, you know, engage in it one way or the other. Because part of me feels like, yo, the boy's a total creep. But then the other part of me feels like, why are people defending him the way they are? Now, I do know that some people are going to be just, just idiots, and they're jumping on because it's something to do. But I think there is a, yeah. a huge contingent of people that feel that way because it's like... Listen, I agree, I agree with you a million, like a million percent. A but million those are the percent. people that I. Those are the people that I'm like, yo, know the details though, because like I said, the same people are screaming. But like me, they, they're screaming but, at one name me. first. What about Harvey? Like, yo, did you not follow his case? No, like, Harvey got the book thrown at him too. It's people like that on both sides. Some people, some people are like, he admitted to raping them in the, in the, he never admitted to raping them. Like, so it's people on both sides. There's some people on the other side who were just screaming out what he admitted, what he admitted to doing, and um, and they've never read it. They're just going by what they read in the headlines and what other people are saying. When he admitted to doing drugs, and you know, and, and, and you know, yeah, I mean it, but he never admitted to that. Not saying that he didn't do it, but right. again, it's people on both sides who are just like you know talking about. What's in the transcripts? And they've never read the transcripts. And then you got the he, he, they they only doing this because he was trying to buy NBC faction. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna get into a fist fight over that. Seriously, like if if the if the powers that be didn't want him to buy NBC, then all they had to do was say no to a sale. <laughs> like like Yo, like why they didn't have to send they didn't have to send story, sixty though. they didn't have to send sixty women. <laughs> For him right, to, you know, right, right, right. Just like, say no. Yo, we're not selling. So, so like you can't, you I want to, I want to, to a, to a purchase. Like, I want to address what 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 Jimmy said. The first point that you made is absolutely factual. There are those of us that are so anti-system and and so keen to pointing out the fact that we have been victimized and the system is a tool of oppression. And it isn't fair, but at what point do you even separate your humanity from your blackness and say, from a human being standpoint, it's wrong for someone to knock chicks out, put it in allegedly, and have them wake up and say, yo, like, like at what point do you no, as a human being wrong. or a human man say like yo i i have a daughter and it shouldn't even come to that it shouldn't even come to i have a daughter i have a mom it's, and i don't want at this like, point it, it's it, about women it's, well, yeah, it's, it's about women. Like, it's not about black and white it's yeah. about women 
Some of them women were black that accused him. That is foul, but it's also foul for folks to say that he admitted to exactly doing that when he never admitted to exactly doing that. Well, no, just you know now he saying? didn't like, say that they admitted that. that. That's what he was accused yeah. of. No, 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 no. I was talking about that's his original 60 women he, accused when he was talking him. about the transcript. And he was saying yeah, no, no, in the deposition, he, he only admitted to buying drugs to give to women, but he was accused Yo. by them at 60 women. Of yo, you know, a lot of them so, said, and, "Yo, I woke up and it was and, like, yo, and, and I woke up point, and it another, was, <laughs> yeah." Another point about this is we got to criticize the system too because my thing is, yo, we you, criticize you, the system you, you, every day. Every yo, we, yeah, we criticize no, that. No, 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 that's hold, that's hold, a hold, staple hold, of I'm my talking, existence. I'm talking about, I'm talking about for trying to cheat to get the W instead of taking your time and doing it the right way because. If he's the creep you say you are, you let him back on the streets because you were playing foul, and you got caught yeah. playing foul. You got yeah, caught. I mean, yeah, yeah. So that, that, that's but what, what are your what are your expectations of that system? Like, what do you expect from them? Like, that's the system. I mean, How are you going to hold the system accountable for cheating to get a black man? Uh, come on, man. <laughs> I can't hold. Yo, what that's mean? what it was built for. That's what it was built nah, for. What do you mean, though? That's what I always tell people. People be talking about how broken the system is. The system's a well-oiled machine. The system is not broken. It was meant to work. No, I understand, but my but my thing is, if that's the case, he shouldn't be walking around. You, you, you dumbass, got caught doing that. Like that's problematic. Mm-hmm. That's problematic. Yeah. If he if he is if he is the 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 threat you say he is or the terror that you say he is, he shouldn't be out here walking. Especially when you have sixty, when you have these things, and you still play foul. Which enabled him to walk away. Because so he, he, just going back to where, going back to what the system is, though, Jimmy. People knew who and what he was many, many years ago. For this to even come up in recent history and recent times demonstrates the foulness of the system, right? So, so, so let's be clear here. What he did was completely foul and wrong, and it was completely foul and wrong when he did it, and people were aware of it. I don't believe that they brought Bill Cosby up on charges because of some great consciousness or uh, uh, morality or whatever. There was an agenda behind publicly punishing him and taking the shot. I'm just saying that, as you say, it's a nuanced conversation. It's a nuanced conversation. You know what it is, though? they like, okay. I mean, and this is total speculation, people. This is just me talking off the cuff. They're like, okay, you got it. You got it. You got it. Is, is black women leading this whole Me Too thing? All right. Well, I know somebody who who got some dirt, made him the first example. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It, 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 I mean, it, it, this is America. It's still, of course, it still comes down to the color of your skin. That's why he was the mm-hmm. first one to get dragged, the first one to get tried, the first one to get, you know, thrown in the can. And and it probably had a lot to do with that. Like, okay, KRS is how you want to do it. All right, we're going we're gonna to go for you. Yo! You know, from, from there it is what it is. But that doesn't make him less of a creep if he did what right. 60 women say that he did. And, 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 and I love the Cosby show just as much and that, as yeah, any there other you, black and, person or any other person in this nation. But And even taking that and taking that further. Uncle Cliff from, lo- Love his art, love his contribution, and unfortunately, most people don't see it the way we do, and they won't look at it, look at it objectively, and appreciate the art 
that he contributed and the movement and culture that, that, that the Cosby show was and some of his uh, comedic artwork or whatever, like I can appreciate and understand exactly what Heathcliff Huxtable is, was, and represents and still separate him, Bill Cosby, the actor from Bill Cosby, the man who perpetrated, who I believe perpetrated this, this, this stuff, but most of society won't the messenger gets killed the message gets killed it is it is that's human almost like human human nature if i'm being completely honest with you and you know part of sports the book i actually talk about separating the person from their art but you know things change it's difficult for me to actually support art or anything he's done like i I seem like you know generally when i'm watching that's 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 a human that's a human admission i'm not mad at that at all it's just me just being honest. Like it's, it's difficult for me to do so. Like that's why, like again, that's why I don't even engage in the debates because it's so many layers to this conversation. Yo. And it's like, yo, the system is set up to get us. We all know that, but now, they, you know, now it's not working. Yo, because you let them- I, I would, <laughs> I would assume, I would assume that both of you support wholeheartedly what the Black Panther movement was built on. The the new Black Panther, the real Black Panther Party. Neither one of y'all bang with Eldridge Cleaver. No matter what that book, how great that book was, neither one of y'all banged with Eldridge Cleaver. Dog, yo, he was writing That's in separate. the book about um, taking that punani. But here, yo, here's the thing, man. I, I, I got, I got a, a personal friend of mine, someone I talked to, who, who did 28 years for something they didn't do. They had less God, evidence that, that, heavy, that, yeah. that they that they they had less that's evidence heavy. they put on him than they did than they did against Cod. So, Damn. and he's home now. Salute to the brother. He's home now. But I'm just saying, like. You know, he just got home a couple of years ago, wow. but it's like, yo, they didn't even That's have heavy. the evidence that they had against Todd. So this whole thing, it's just, it's just so crazy, man. It's so crazy. But again, I don't engage, I don't engage in the conversation because people. It's not it's productive. Like we do, it's, it's like, yo, it's like, it's like sports now. Like it's difficult to even talk sports online because the one thing social media has done is like you either have A camp or B camp, and we just fight it out. Like there is no real conversation um, where people can admit their biases, they can admit that they're not being objective. Like, it's one thing to say, yo, I'm not being objective, and I understand that coming into the conversation. But everybody's flaws like they're being objective. And, and, and they're, they're not disingenuous. They're just team mm-hmm. A and team B. That's what everything is. Whether we, everything has become politicized. It's like everything is like, you know, Democrat, Republican, I'm Crip Blood, mm-hmm. I'm pro Cosby, anti-Cosby, whatever it is, I'm on one side. Like, and that's not how most uh, topics are. Right. Um, too, 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 um, too much gray or magic area, city. Everything for to be, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to be a side taker these days. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know, I, I pride myself on the fact. I intentionally played the middle <laughs> before Jimmy took me off them, um, them, them internet streets. Yeah, I'm proud for the fact. It, it's funny, but I take pride in the fact that I could be called, you know, a hater and a and a slomy <laughs> to the same person in the same conversation. That's showing you, like, yo, I'm not, you know what I'm saying? It's not personal for me. So I can tell you the bad side, and I can tell you the good side. And whoever catches wind of whichever sentence I'm saying at any particular time is going to label that on me. Like, oh, you're a, you're, you know, you're a such-and-such lover, or you're a such-and-such hater. And, you know, you can go tag them like, like, dog, this is somebody else called me the very opposite of what you did 12 minutes ago. Like, like everything is just like Jim said. Everything is not just that easy, that black and white. Like there's gray area in everything, 
if you're if you're trying really hard to genuinely be objective. All right, but look, man, Kaz is is out. The the only thing now, you know, the promise, the deal was to not try him again for for that crime. That crime is the one that the deposition was about. Now, all they need, if they really want to press the issue on this 83-year-old man, all they need is for another accuser where the statute of limitations isn't up on their particular crime or their alleged crime to come out to start all of this over again. I don't know how hard anybody's going to press for that. Um, Even people who may genuinely think they have a case against this guy, the fact that he did get out after serving three years, they might be discouraged now. They, you know, because on the other side of things, I saw a lot of women say, see, this is why we don't report sexual assault. This is why we and don't see, that's the forward. other part. That, that's the you know what I'm saying? Too. That, that's, yeah. that is disheartening. Like, that's it very, you know, very and, much is, especially for the people who are I, telling the I, truth. Because we know it's a lot of bogus stuff out there. I empathize with that, and I get, I get that. Like that, that part, man, is, is heavy. But I mean, what y'all think about the the dean of y'all school and her response? Oh yeah, I um, man, yes, yeah, you know, the dean of the the College of Fine Arts, uh, Felicia Rashad. We know she has <laughs> a dog in this fight, so she came complete out. bias. And tweeted, finally, a terrible wrong is being righted. A miscarriage of justice is corrected. And she got absolutely dragged around the Internet like she isn't somebody that we all love and adore. Um, But when you step across the wrong lines like that, I I, I guess there is a line that people can draw because, you know, we live in a Koloff society. But I guess there is a line that some of these people can draw where they just can't bang with you and what you're saying. So, you know, a lot of people came out, you know, I saw somebody say, how safe would you feel on a college campus if your dean tweeted that? Like, as a woman, how safe would you Yo! feel on a college campus? Yeah. They were dragging her because she came out, kind of mm-hmm. bent the knee a little bit. Um, she didn't, she kind of walked it back, but she didn't apologize. She just came out and, and you know, quote, unquote, made herself clear, said, I fully support survivors of sexual assault coming forward. My post was in no way intended to be insensitive to their truth. Personally, I know from from friends and family that such abuse has lifelong residual effects. My heartfelt wish is for healing. And then Howard University, (laughs) shout out to the the headline, disavowed her words in a statement on Twitter, basically, you know, saying they, they didn't really bang with her words. They did, you know, also didn't do what everybody probably wanted them and expected them to do. But she hasn't even started her job as dean of of the college yet, and people wanted her to get canned. They didn't do that, and and I guarantee y'all that they probably discussed it with her before they did it. Like, look, your job is not in jeopardy. No way we want to lose you. You're a daughter of Howard, but we are going to have to distance ourselves from your comments, not from you, from your comments. So this is what we're going to say. I, I guarantee y'all this was a, a you know, a, a team effort right here to do what they had to do to try to make this go away. So, yeah, um, how would y'all feel, though? Like, you know, you got some daughters going to Howard University and you see something like that. What she actually said is not untrue but we know 
the context or we can guess the context of what she was saying it isn't what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is, okay, if you made a deal and you weren't supposed to be prosecuted for it, then technically that is a miscarriage of of justice, right? But we know Mm -hmm. that's not what she was talking about. She was defending her boy because she defended him Mm -hmm. before he went in. So she really can't flip-flop on that because she was coming at women's necks <laughs> back then. You know what I'm saying? Before she he got killed. Yeah, yeah, she was she took she neck. took being she, Claire she Claire took being Heathcliff's wife serious. Right, right. Claire she took it serious. People liars, but you know. Listen, Claire was outside. Her lifetime fortune probably from him. So <laughs> she knew what the culture was. She was outside. I mean, it's this this this, this whole thing, man, is like I mean, because it's it's ruining so many lives outside of his. And the lesson in this is when you when you out when you outside and you're making moves and you're doing what you're doing, that you can affect a lot of. It's not just about you; it's about everybody that's attached to you, whether that's your family, your kids, whoever it may be. Like, so when you folks out there making decisions, whatever it may be, just understand it's not just about you. You know what I'm saying? So you know. I, I'm not, I'm Man, not only OnlyFans only fans alone is going to show that that is not uh, – we're not cognizant of that. All right. So, look, man, Yo. we done already put – we done already put 30 minutes on Heathcliff. Um, we got to talk some sports. Oh. But <laughs> – Yo, it could have been 30 minutes of hands, man. Ain't got to be that kind of 30. But anyway, no, like, 30 you can't walk that oh, back. Oh. Wait, wait, I ain't trying to. We done put 30 minutes on Heathcliff. <laughs> Do it. Uh, yeah. We we definitely got to talk some sports. But look, this is something. He clipped you know, for 30 minutes on a couple sport, of women. This is important to us, man. We three dudes from Philadelphia. Dude, us growing up, dude, was absolutely, you know, a hero. take it away from the national thing. He's absolutely a hometown hero. Boy, from Richard Allen Projects, a few minutes from where I grew up. Uh, Fat Albert, no, come on, man. He he was absolutely. Whoa, I'm, I'm, so this is important I'm to us. You know, we gonna, and did, we, we get carried away. Yeah, funny thing damn is, sure I got pictures online that, that, sure that is still on. I said, and folks actually went back to slander the pictures. I'm like, damn. <laughs> but, <laughs> right, like like y'all y'all don't see the date on this? Like, damn. I mean, I'm, they expected Jim to be like a, a chick in a relationship, like. As soon as she break up with her dude, take like, them you gotta take down. all the pictures down. Like I ain't got all time to go through all. Come on, man. We got like yeah, man, what? We got like twelve years of photos on social media. Ain't nobody doing all that. I know but, that's um, crazy, yo. It's crazy, bro. I hate when I see uh, memories. They be like, yo, thirteen right. years ago. I'm like, yo, why was I on this app that long? <laughs> right. right. <laughs> so now we, you know, we definitely had to had to. Get some some bars off on that, and it's probably not the last of it. Because like I said, if they get one person who's still within their statute of limitations to come out, then the circus is going to start up all over again, um, and we're going to see what it's hitting for. All right, but before get we it. jump into these sports, man, y'all know what it is, man. Check out the War Room Sports Podcast Network anytime you get a you know an itch to, to hear anything about sports, hip hop, uh, food, and restaurants. Um, anything, man. We got everything on the War Room Sports Podcast Network. You can check that out at warroomsports.com. Shout out to all of our partners, our partner shows on the network. All right, so let's get into these hot topics brought to you by my, by my bookie, War Room Family. Y'all know what it is. It's time for you to make some money sports betting at my bookie. If you still haven't checked out my bookie, then it's way past time 
to place your first bets. Lay down some dough on all the biggest games in sports by joining the War Room and thousands of other online players placing bets at mybookie.ag. No excuses when you win. You get paid. You get paid fast. You don't get a hassle. They even have in-game live betting so you can place wagers after Giannis's knee does its best bow and arrow impersonation. Join now. <laughs> My bookie will match 50% of your first deposit up to $1,000. Just use the promo code WARROOM, all caps, one word. Hope you can spell. We don't have time. We're 30 minutes in now. That'll activate the offer. Visit mybookie.ag today. Play, win, and get paid. That's all there is to it. All right, so in the NBA, the, the conference finals um, were long underway. Uh, you know, prior to us getting back on the air this week, one of them, the Western Conference Finals, are now over. The Phoenix Suns are advancing to the NBA Finals for the first time since 1993. Um, a team that featured, you know, Charles Barkley, Thunder Dan, Danny Ainge, my next door neighbor. I ain't gonna say his name, but you know, he was on the squad, rookie. Um, <laughs> my man Dumas. You know about his issues after the fact. So um, why, fellas, why are the Phoenix Suns in the finals? I'm talking an overall view of, of a team that didn't make the playoffs Stay away from last the crash, year which or for the last 10 years. So you go from not making the playoffs for 10 years to the NBA finals. Why are they in the finals, overall view, and Western Conference finals view, like how they beat this team? Uh, Chris, uh, Chris Paul, but De- Devin Booker he, is coming into his own. He's gaining Chris maturity. Paul, Chris, Chris Paul tired of failure. You tired of that? Uh, Chris, Chris Paul is tired of his hairline, uh, but can't really do anything about that. So he's going to do something about his legacy, so that you know it points attention away from the hairline. Um, Aiton, uh, Aiton is more than just a rim running athletic pogo stick jumping bum he has game um i think he's going to develop into a 24 and 10 monster uh um, he can turn over the sh- he can turn over the shoulder yeah, who, who's gonna stop him he ain't got no other big men it's just him and joe joel and and uh the joker the damn MVP is a big man. I just don't think they're gonna go to him enough for him to ever score twenty four well, points yeah, that, per game. Yeah, that's a good. Yeah, that's a point. He got a machine pistol in Devin Booker, so yeah, that's a good point. But um, I think Aiton is is a centerpiece of their success. Uh, so when you tie those three players Literally. together, um, <laughs> bars. You see what I did? Um, I think that they're. I think that that those three players are the cornerstone of their kind of their success. Um, and then other players are responding, man, other players like it or not. And I'm, I'm one of those people that fall on the side of shooting at Chris Paul more than I take up for him. Bull does make a difference. He makes right. a difference. He's, I mean, he's, a, he's Paul, a hell of a, he's a hell of a, no matter player. what we say about Bull being dirty, about being a loser, about his hairline, mm-hmm about his um, nauseating uh, State Farm commercials. About him hitting Chris Paul is one other of the men in the, ping, in the ding ding. Chris Paul is one of the greatest <laughs> point guards that the NBA has ever seen. There's no doubt about that, no matter what you feel about, mm-hmm. you know, the stuff yeah. that he does. Because um, I forgot to put in the, the flop master. Um, 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, overrated, I mean, still, overrated defensively. Definitely a little, little overrated defensively, but not terrible. You know, not a, not bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's a good defender. He's not he just ain't, first team he ain't All nine NBA. Times, he, he ain't nine times, nine time first team yeah. All NBA. He ain't yeah, that. But 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 he's a he's a good defender. But um, yeah. So I mean, but definitely, I, definitely got to give him his flowers. And and he's had a few games in these playoffs. You know where he totally just ended teams like last night for one. Yo, I know um, this ain't really game Chris five Paul, against uh, uh in the last round. Like he he put his foot on people on, on teams next this postseason. Game five, game five in the last round was the greatest Chris Paul performance I've ever seen. That's one. And, and then two, last night might have been second. <laughs> yeah, that's true. To me, to me too is like um. It's so much more than just Chris Paul, though. Like, Chris Paul gets credit for pretty much everything that goes right with this team. Um, yeah. Even deeper oh, yeah. than Devin Booker and Aiden. But, like, you got guys like Crowder who were picked up that play significant roles with this squad. I mean, they're going right. nine, ten deep in games. Like, you know, Sark was knocking down threes. Um, Torrey Craig gave him some great minutes, like, Paul's. And, like, so, the, to me, and the biggest thing is, Monty Williams should be coach of the year. I don't care what nobody says. Yeah, like, he, he, he was my coach. He, he was my He was my Like He, he coaches that. He, he, he kind of, like, made all the right moves. And then when you look at um the momentum they had coming from the bubble and how he changed that entire culture, he has to get credit. I mean, you know, we joke a lot, but James Jones, like, because there were definitely holes in that line, on that team that he filled with the Chris Paul, with the, with the Crowder. Um yeah, his draft night trade for for Mikael Bridges is, is Mikael Bridges, you know, and and a, in a few years that's going to be talked about more than it's talked about now because you got Mikael Bridges for a bag of uts, pretty much from the Sixers, and he yeah. wanted to play. Wow, wow. They gave him a wow, So you got him they up out of there, and he's becoming like, like he's a very good utility player for this team. He yep. he plays defense. Yep. He can hit the the, the you know the, the standstill three when they kick it out to him. Um, he's a great cutter. Like, when you need somebody to move, when the offense is getting stagnant, he'll cut to the basket, and he will finish when you give him the ball. So, like, that's going you know, to be a talked-about pick. Um, and we didn't soon. even bring up, uh, you know, Russell Westbrook's uh, numbers partner. The boy, they play numbers in the sideline with him. Like, the chick do with the hands. Damn, they my play man. Numbers. Speaking of Bill Cosby and the Cos- and, and and Fat Albert and them, my man Bucky, uh, aka Campaign, campaign, <laughs> campaigning, he campaigning for some money, he campaigning for a, check, a couple right? dollars. Um, shout out to Tobias, you, you know, you know, say he's the greatest dancer in the league. Yo, I you thought that campaign was gonna. I thought. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, yo, I thought like, campaign was gonna go the know. way of. I thought he was going to fill out the uh, Cliff Livingston legacy, but he he's significantly well, more. Than the Cliff Chicago Livingston. Bulls be thought he was going to be way worse than that because they said yeah. they knew on their the second two minutes, no into, ten needed. minutes into their second <laughs> practice that he wasn't an NBA player. Now he out here hey. filling in for Chris Paul in the Western Conference Finals and balling, pushing the while pace, he's doing it. Balling, yeah, the, pushing the pace, the, man. I Yo, mean, he put up I until that game. Like, I'm, I'm not saying all this, saying if I was a GM, I'm trying to bring him to my team and pay him, but he doing his thing. Shout out to Buck. Yo, Yo but before Jones, before that Jones game Jones last Jones. night, campaign yeah. had a better series than Chris Paul. Uh-oh. Give James Uh-oh. Jones his flowers, Joe. 
Well, he probably had to because like, Paul missed like the first two games, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Me, <laughs> Austin tried to. He tried to get that off. I tried, I tried yeah. to get one in there. Tried to go I, back oh, to hating on Paul. So, so all I'm saying is that they got they have a well-rounded team. You got to give James Jones his props, and 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 you got to give Monty his flowers too because um he's done a good job. James Jones, no. I'm just saying, man. Um, Shout out! Shout out no. to the Clippers. A couple dudes on that team got themselves paid. Uh, Reggie Jackson got himself paid. Yo, um, Reggie the, about the to re-up for another. Juana man, Juana man, he he on the radar now as a player. Diamond teammate. Too early to get paid, but he on the radar Yo, man, as a player. Like Thirteen now. years old. Um, Diamond, homie. Your man, um, um. Patrick Beverly, he he does with Patrick Yo, Beverly. Is it does. is it time for listen? Let me ask y'all this for real. After last night, is it time for dude to go that away, man? For real, I mean, it probably is. I mean, but he still had moments the crazy in this series where he showed his impact, but he goes too far. That, yeah. that, but that 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 to me is what's sad about it because I felt like this, even the last series, these last two series, he kind of like proved himself. Because, you know, right. Russell Westbrook cooked him. But, um, <laughs> cooked him, and then everybody you know, started believing that. Like, yeah, dude, just do it. Yeah, yeah. So that, like that, showed, that showed you how narratives are. Because it was a narrative right. about him being, like, arguably the best defensive player in the league. Right. It went and from then one person really came out like, y'all be falling for that. Cooking him. Yeah, Russ <laughs> cooking him. Then it went to, like, yo, he ain't even that good. To, you know, then he kind of showed his worth in his playoffs and then ended the way it did. It's like, yo, dude, dude like, you, you – Kind of proved yourself just to throw it away with that one move, right? Like, and then do too much. Move. He's a noodle. He's a noodle. He's, he's the type of dude he can't really. He doesn't take losing well. So then, like when he starts losing, all the good goodwill that he's gotten with fans, like he takes it too far. Like, I mean, the push on Chris, like that was way too far because usually it comes, usually it comes between the lines. Like he might do something dirty. That's just as bad or even worse because he can injure you like he did Russell Westbrook. He he, but, he did. But then this one, he just all out lost his cool and then shoved the ball. And then but that's the thing. The thing is, though, he, he did, did the, the, the game before where he, where he went over that screen and clipped my man up. Well, Yo, he I, didn't know I, thought, I thought that was a lot of flops. I thought that was a it lot was, of flops. It was. He did. I wasn't he, mad he at him that. Plus what he did after it was the funniest thing that happened in the playoffs. I, I, was, I was dead. <laughs> When he was when he was imitating Chris Paul, flopping, yo, as Jim Weed in the chat, yo, like I was, yo, I couldn't yo, stop Chris, watching that, yo. Chris, I was Chris Paul dead. flopping is absolutely pure comedy though, dog. Like it's pure comedy. Yo. Like the ex- that's the why him. So that's why him imitating Chris being comical was so comical, yo. Yo, the way he yo. jumped up in the air, <laughs> come on, man. Yo, no, the, the the best one is when Chris Paul was with the Rockets and and, uh, and Cousins was with the Kings. That flop right there is the greatest flop I've ever uh, seen, yo. After he embarrassed him, he, he didn't even problem. touch him. Like, yo, he didn't even touch like, him. My man flew up in the air, rolled around, dove. I'm like, yo, what are you doing? <laughs> but anyway, man, like, that's the thing. He had an amazing series. He was hitting down. He, yo, he was hitting threes. Remember, he crossed Chris, life, uh, Chris Paul's life away. He crossed him up, laid him up. Like he was having a great series and then threw it all the way, just like. But I feel like he can't be productive as a player without that on the edge mentality. That's also what makes him a good yeah. player. But it's like. Nah, I get, like, I get like, that, and I agree. But I just it's like think incredible, it's, it's, it's like the Incredible Hawk. 
it's not worth it's not worth it now anymore. I think as he gets up in age, he's not going to stop being <laughs> who he is. Like the novelty has worn off on on both. Yeah, it's, yeah, I don't know, bro. Yeah. If he if he if he on your squad, you might want that. Yeah, I mean that's that's the cliche that you always hear about him. He's some, he's somebody you love on your squad, but you hate to play against him. Blah blah blah. So I um, think it might be true in that situation because again, he he he, he putting him on Booker slowed Booker down. Remember Booker the first game went um, mm-hmm. nuclear. Well, and he slowed Booker, him down. He made it more difficult. My son handled better than Booker's. So hey, you know, ain't got to be in here. Still. I mean, he I mean he did, he did break like, Booker's nose. Right. I mean, and Booker be, be cooking dudes, so it's not as easy as it sounds. But I think if people put more pride and effort into it, like Booker wouldn't be the hardest superstar to calm down because he really can't, you know, if you if you really own it, he can't really get anywhere <laughs> that, that he wants to get if you're really, really that, putting that, effort there. That is the genius in, like, Monty, like, like Leg- Tim Legler broke it down last night when he was showing like the, 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 the changes that Monty was making like from game to game and the new wrinkles he was adding into their offense when Beverly was like crowding uh you know Booker to like the different double screens that he added to their offense that they haven't ran all year. All right. Like, Let me get you break, open. Yeah, You're struggling right now. Yeah. I mean that's what you know. I was like, oh damn. I'm like, yo Monty, so man, Monty nice. That's what coaches do, Doc Rivers. Take that's take not, notes. That's not what that's not what the Bucks some of the Bucks. Boonhauser, take notes. Boonhauser be like, look, we gonna keep going. We don't. He, he just gonna work yeah. or it's not. <laughs> like, you know, we are who we are. Forget adjustments. All right, real quick, we're gonna take some some calls real quick. Just wanna uh, update the Eastern Conference Finals. Of course, they're tied at two games apiece. I don't think anybody in the nation thought it would be that way because Trey Young missed Game Four, so the Bucks had a great opportunity Trey to White. pounce and 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 you know. Get a get a nice firm grip on this series, and they did not. They actually went and got blown out. <laughs> so, um, I put this squarely and, on the shoulders of Chris Middleton. Go ahead. <laughs> no. Um, uh, you one of them, Chris? Cool. Oh yeah, yeah, I forgot B. I, B called him the greatest. Oh yeah, the greatest bum in the yeah, league I or something like that. Chris Middleton hater. You don't understand, Chris Middleton. No, I'm not a hater. No, I'm not a hater. I'm, I gave him a compliment. Being an elite level all star bum is not really <laughs> disparaging because you recognize that he's capable of dropping fifty. Then he's also capable of going zero for seven, shooting nineteen percent, and not doing shit in a game when he when you need him to. When I there's mean, no expect when there's no expectation like Chris Middleton will give no you he will give See, you four. And this is the same question I asked about. I asked because Tobias said the exact same thing about um, Paul George, right? So Chris Middleton cooked the game before. How is there no expectations in the Eastern Conference Finals? How is that possible? Man, you pay attention to Giannis. You pay attention to other things, and you just don't. You just don't expect him to explode for forty for some reason, right? And and I and listen, Paul George. So in the next game where Giannis gets like, injured, it gets harder for mm-hmm. Chris Middleton because you know now actually they actually throwing doubles at this superstar bump. Yeah, he gets you know doubles. Like, like, 
Yeah. Right. So, yeah, so, like, so, 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 y'all, I'm going to ask y'all, I'm going to ask y'all as hoopers, right? It's the same so about your jumpers, like, your jumpers, your jumpers night, not, Jimmy also knows your ball. jumpers it's not falling, your, your jumpers not falling, and you got to go gangster, you got to will it. You go to the cup. Yeah, man, no doubt. I'm not, I'm not disagreeing there. with that, but then also, I also think that you might be putting him like Chris Middleton can play. Chris Middleton is actually more clutch than. No, I know he can play. No, I'm not. I'm not saying he can't. That's just that's just my setup sense. But then I'm saying also in that same vein, you might be putting too much on Chris Middleton. You know what I'm saying? Like you talking about willing it. All right. That's like the Kobe level, Mike level, AI level type dudes. Like everybody's not going to just will it. You know what I'm saying? I just feel like it's unfair. I, I felt like everybody can't win. Run, he's, proved, he's proved himself as an Olympian and an All Star. Like the dude, my man went 0 and 7 upper, from the trailway, man. He's an upper echelon player, man, but at the happens. end of the day, like, I mean, yeah, exactly. The shots don't fall. Sometimes your shots don't fall, but at the end of the day, though, he is not their problem. He's not their problem at all. Because without him, they're not even they're not even here right now. What he did against Brooklyn, like, forget now. Like, what he did against Brooklyn, I agree. he tell several times. Like, and then the game before this game, he went completely, like, you know, he went haywire and was letting it loose. Right. So you got to be we, his props. We like, talk he, about, he proved himself. We talk about Will, right? Now, when a team, when a team is playing as well as the Hawks and as well as the Suns last night, right, and, and your team as a collective isn't playing that well, I don't think Chris Middleton, like, I don't think he's going to will you in a blowout situation. I don't think it's possible. It's the same thing with, with no. Paul George. I, don't think, I think Paul George is nice, but I think if, if, if y'all are collectively playing bad and the other team is playing very well, he's not going to will you out of that situation. There are uh, certain players who can will you out of those situations, and those two aren't it. I think Paul George. Yeah, I mean, but y'all already have those personal feelings about dude, man. Like, uh, I, I, like, even, like even last night, like they're running doubles at him, and he's making plays. Dudes aren't making shots, and he can't blame them for that, just like we said. Sometimes shots don't fall. No, I listen, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I'll give you that. He I, does. Listen, I'll give you that. But the one, thing, the one thing I will say about Paul George, though. He's going to get your rebounds. He's going to get your assists. Listen, Good. Paul George played well, but I do feel like he wasn't aggressive aggressive enough. I do believe that. Like I feel like yeah, he wasn't like building the shots like sometimes before a double before the double came, he wasn't looking. And maybe he was trying to say I'm gonna get everybody else like set up first and then get mine later because he kinda did that the game before. He did that the game but before it when never, yeah. it just never happened. Yeah. I mean, like I said, everybody ain't got mom's mentality. I mean, except I, for I that think, one Chris, game think, when Kobe was trying to prove a point and, and Probably the only time in his career that he went out like Cat, trying to prove a point. Oh, he pussy too. He pussy right, too. No, I mean, for that for that game. Because other than that, like that ain't we know that ain't Kobe. I mean, Kobe ain't I, I mean, worried I, about I getting get it, others involved. Get Kobe will go out and yeah, play forty eight minutes. I don't want to get into call out his cat moments. He got more than one. He got more than one cat moment. But I ain't, I ain't want to get into <laughs> rest in power to the God man. But what yeah, come on, Vanessa might be listening. You don't want to do that. I know I don't want no smoke whatsoever, <laughs> but um, what I, yeah. what I will say is this: so I do feel like Chris Middleton. I think this this <laughs> this playoff run, he's proven himself. I think B. Austin and Tobias is like, you know, stop stop cutting that Chris Middleton, man. Nah, man, that's my man. I think I like Chris Middleton's game. That's I think man. he has more. 
I think the he funny has part more is, to his game. Yeah, I, I think Chris Middleton is a B. Austin type cat. B. Austin, Ooh, yeah, I like his game. Like, dude, like Vashawn Leonard. And you know who Chris Middleton reminds me of? He don't have as much, but he reminds me a lot of Joe Johnson. And that was your man. Paul, Even though you can admit, he, you know, he stole a lot of money. That was your man. He stole a lot of money. Joe, Joe was everybody's man, man. Joe Johnson Yo. had game. But Chris Middleton got Chris that Middleton type is, of stuff with him. All right, so to your, to your point, he, that's a great – You don't know who Chris Middleton looking at when he's looking right at you. That's eyes is on the side of his head. Oh, Dude, his eyes, teeth. Chris Middleton got – he definitely needs to use that NBA money. But Joe Johnson, Joe Johnson, I believe, would have went to the rack. In that game. Well, you know what? There's times when he disappears. You know when Joe Joe show up when LeBron come around. He he like to crack LeBron. Right. But I just feel like Joe is a good comparison. Joe would have went to the mid post. Joe would have went to the rack. Chris out there still chucking Joe, up. I've never seen I've never seen Joe go off in the playoff series like this. Like you got to give this man his props, man. Fact of the matter is. He's been so clutch in playoffs that you got some folks, some analysts on, on, on TV saying that he's actually their A and Giannis is their B. I disagree with that. Because first That's off, right. I think Tobias Kendrick Perkins. Giannis is, a, Giannis is a damn center, yo, because Gian, Giannis might be the strongest dude in the league. Yo, when he back folks down, it looks like he'd be hurting, yo. And, <laughs> yo. Um, and then when he runs his dive, but I, when he back up, but I, feel like Giannis, I, I like the young, I like the young bull, but. Them air balls from the free throw line are a problem for me, man. I can't really, I can't really <laughs> I mean, connect I, I, all the way with. I grew, brother, man. I grew up I watching Shaq, so I grew up watching Shaq. Even, you know even, even Shaq didn't air ball from the free throw line. You know what? Though? Like uh, Giannis, I'll send you a ten minute YouTube video that says otherwise. But go ahead, though. Giannis <laughs> and Ben Simmons got the same problem. The reason why it's not the same problem because Giannis got confidence. Giannis don't care. Giannis will shoot Giannis a bunch of air balls. Care. Giannis will shoot an air ball from the foul line and still and still run a hit, a, a fullback dive the next play and get back to the. Yo, listen. It only bothers Giannis. It only bothers Giannis for twenty seconds and then he's passing. <laughs> then he's, then he's passing. I mean, Yo, I mean, it takes him twenty like seconds I, to shoot his foul shot, so he 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 <laughs> over it by the not, time he shoot his next foul shot. I'm not trying mm-hmm. to like pile on to the jump, but I feel like Giannis. If Giannis got coached up, he could be a problem in this league, bro. Because like his strength is just something else. Like when he, yeah. like he's damn near unstoppable. Once he gets into the to pick, your like to your to your point, to your point, my analysis of his game, I don't really think he knows how to play basketball yet. I don't either. Yeah. I'm I mean, I'm going to that video. He came into the. He just, he's just, he's just like African. He's just original he's man with it. I don't think he knows. I mean, he got doing. his first step together. He 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 put on weight, put on muscle. I mean, he definitely on steroids. Um, so he got that part Yo. down. <laughs> he, he got that part down. Now he, you know he's got to keep working on his game. But think about it. Here, how scary is today. it that here's we're saying he don't know how to play and he got two MVPs? That's scary, dog. That's what I'm. That's, that's, scary. that's the scary part, right? So it's almost <laughs> he like got two MVPs. He was like not. The video you sent me that says Giannis has no bag. That's like the most hilarious thing ever. But what it makes me think right. about is like, yo, for this dude, for this dude to like hit the weight room the way he did and get stronger, whether he's you know um, um natural or not, you know that's their thought, not mine. My question is, you know, you know, you know, our My question, my question is, yo, 
your your brothers don't work out with you? Like why why they don't have none of this? Right, why they look like that? See, but that shows you right there, Jim. That just mean they were scared to put that shit in anybody. But <laughs> yo, like listen, I ain't gonna lie to you, dog. But my, if, if if my brother like took a shot and all of a sudden he turned into like Superman like that, I might yeah, be like, yo, look, I don't really want to do this. And he got a hundred million. Taking... Oh, I'm, I'm saying, <laughs> yo, pass me that shot, beloved. Yeah, he got a hundred million, two MVPs, his own sneakers, money coming in out the yeah, yeah. I'm taking it. Tell Bowser to send that too. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like, you know, like, Jimmy, like you've always said, like you know, if these dudes want to risk their health and you know shrivel up their stuff to, yo, to entertain us in the game in the game of amusement, I'm with yeah. it. Yo, if Giannis gets a real jumper. You have a heart attack on the two, court. We're going to mourn you. But. two moves. A jumper and two moves. <laughs> two moves. 40, <laughs> 40, 20, 20, and 10. The new KG. Yo, he might average 40, though. Because the thing is, like, once he gets he can't be stopped. If he get a jumper and two moves, he, can't be he don't got no moves. And the Yo, thing I've is, never seen no getting a jumper like, doesn't even, mean you even, have to keep shooting a jumper, but the threat of having one makes your moves better. Well, that's true. That's true for that. us with wisdom. Mm-hmm. That's true for us with wisdom. But in their generation, when you get a jumper, yeah. you I got to overdo it. I got to shoot. I've watched the Bucks play. I watched the Bucks play the Sixers, and Joe, who's like a strong dude himself, Giannis backing down like when he like. When he touches him, he it like lifts him off his feet. I'm like, why is Paul that strong? <laughs> H-G-H, I might agree with that. He might be. He, he it definitely got to be Balco because like, yeah. he ain't supposed to. I mean, be come that on, no, don't don't make us post them before and after pictures. We should do a versus, skinny Giannis versus Diesel Giannis. <laughs> Yo, that's not even a be question. Tough, but, yeah. All right, man. Let's go to the phone anyway. line because I know Tobias complaining. So we're gonna go out to Arizona, out in uh. Sons land. Tobias, what's going on, brother? Roll damn tide. Roll damn sun. Roll damn with tide. Bulls. <laughs> hey, screw the Bulls, by the way. They're most competent franchise in the NBA. Where you <laughs> trade two lottery picks for uh, Vucevic. He can't even make the damn play-in game. Anyway, but, uh, <laughs> it's, it, it, hey, and they keep talking positionless basketball. The Bulls ain't had a point guard since Derrick Rose was there. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, don't even get me started on that. But uh, y'all talk to Suns. One, the cave women were out last night, and Umar was <laughs> proud. <laughs> well, the shoot, they damn near had a parade last night. They damn near had a parade yeah, they, when they got home. I'm but, like, yo. I think this, like, y'all got but, like Jimmy's like, they got another round to play or not? Nah. <laughs> yeah, because I was put, yeah. I played a group chat. I like, Tim Legg was too smart to be on first take. He don't give out a hot take. He just break the game now. But yeah. um, that's, that's not yeah. their style. They probably hate. They probably trying to figure out a way to get him out of there. Yeah, and I'm wondering if <laughs> I didn't know he was on it until y'all told me he was on first take. I thought he was just on yeah. ESPN just talking. <laughs> hey, I wonder if Ty Lue's still better than Pop. They say he's the best coach in the league. I'm like, dude, how can you be best coach in the league? You always down though too. Uh, you know, well, he ten. Uh, he, he was he was ten and two going into last night in the elimination game. So now he's ten and three. So you know. He still got better yeah. percentage than Brian in elimination games. So shout out to him. And, and one thing, and like I put in the group chat also that, that that James Jones also drafted Cam Johnson, who's a nice three and D player. And I remember on draft night, all these pundits said the Suns preached on him. He got a lottery pick, and he's a nice three and D guy right now. 
know the package. I mean, I think a lottery oh, pick these days is different than back in the day, man. It's just not a short yeah. thing. I mean, and all of them wasn't a short thing then, but, you know, you, you kind of – a lot of teams that were in the lottery back then, they were looking for franchise saviors. So some of them hit, you yeah. know, a lot of them missed. But yeah. these days you're not it's looking for franchise saviors in the lottery. You're just looking for pieces. So it's it's probably yeah. easier for them. You know what I mean? Yeah, because after about pick four or five in a good draft, you just get rotation guys who hope are good, who blossom. Mm-hmm. Uh, because you remember I was just visualist history. No one knew Donovan Mitchell was going to be this. I figured Booker was going to be because I saw him in Kentucky was 6'5 and a legit shooter. And I'm like, why is he going back in the lottery? And Willie Cauley-Stein went before him and Trey Lyle? <laughs> you, know, on, you know, but. Willie Trillville. I mean, yeah. Mitchell. But, 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 like, people can say what they want. Ain't nobody know that Tatum was going to be light mamba. Knew he That's was going to be I'm good. Saying. You didn't know he was going to be 60 points good. Like, come on. Yeah, and I think like with Chris Paul, I think people miss is that uh, they had a young team. They had young talent. James Jones was cleaning up the mess. And I remember after that bubble, Monty Williams said a great speech. Like, oh, this man's a leader. But a lot of these young teams, they do need a veteran. You know, to prepare, be a professional, all, all this stuff to lead. Because every DJ. great leader has someone to teach them how to lead. Teach you how to um, flop, don't, don't fool the rest. Hey, LeBron, LeBron <laughs> and Chris Paul be flopping like, like a fish out of water. That's Tyson Chandler yeah. about that one. But, uh, they, <laughs> they two of the top players in the league. Yeah. And, uh, but even, even Winston Churchill didn't grow up being his great leader by being mentored. I think that's what some of these teams miss. But the funniest thing about it all was OKC had no choice but to trade Chris Paul because he was messing up that whole tanking plane. Got him in the playoffs. <laughs> you know. But yeah, they were not they, supposed but, to make the play. But Wrong the thing trip. I like about this team is that DeAndre Ayton actually likes playing like a center. How many threes do you see him jack up? Do you see him run a high pick and roll off a three-point line like he dirt? No. And and, the, and what happened is They're that unlike Rudy it. Gobert, he could switch and could guard the perimeter, and could also score against smaller teams. Rudy Gobert is offensively bankrupt, so he can't punish a small team. And I think the way this he team morally built, bankrupt you, too. Yeah, and, and you got like a lot of wings out there. You got the team that fits. Everybody knows their role, and I think that's something. Hell, everybody will talk about all these injuries. Well, you know. Aiden was cooking. We don't know how the Lakers series go. It was only two one, and Aiden was cooking the Lakers. Uh, yeah. You know, and but hold on, though. And, and when and when did Jamal Murray become Kobe? You know, you know. <laughs> and the and the Clippers aren't used to Kawhi being out. Ironically, the dude that his low managing and still got hurt. So you, but the if they would have lost man. to those teams that was injured, they would have they would have crapped on the Suns. They lost to those injured teams. So, I don't think, it's, like, it's, it's what a, was the diagnosis with Kawhi's knee? Like, it was such a sudden he, thing. I never really thought it was that serious, but boy, never came back. Uncle Dennis called it. Uncle Dennis said he, 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 he ain't want to play no more. Yo, Kawhi different, man. Kawhi is different. Yeah. He, Yo, he, they, they, yeah, they, yeah. They, bumped, they bumped knees. He was still running fools when he stopped, and then he just never came back. Like, damn, yeah, Kawhi. Yeah. And I got to give Dale Boyd some credit. I give Paul George credit. He played a good series. He played a great series. He played his butt off. 
Uh, but he did need to be more aggressive. Sometimes you just got to say, screw it, man. They ain't hitting it. I got to go. If I, if I shoot 10 for 30, so be it. I just think that that's not everybody's DNA. That was you know my what? by the way. I'll give Paul Jordan a problem. You know what? He, 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 mentally, he mentally weak, though. The stuff gets to him. Like, even though, like, when he go in the press conference and he talk about people, you know, being hard on him or whatever, of course, they asked him the question. But when they ask it to him and you start hearing his response, he's hurt by that. So, I, like, everybody will go out but there and that, talk well, and use thing, these words like Mamba mentality, but they truly didn't not give a hell like the bull who came up with Mamba mentality, except for, you know, the couple of times that we talking about. But, like, dude really went out like, I don't care what y'all think. Like, y'all say I'm a gun, I ain't going to pass him. He's going to go out there and do exactly what you say he's going to do, whether he shoot four for 60 or or 10 for 12. (laughs) What I recognize is that that Paul George is no different than 99% of the people. It's a rare 1% that really don't care. That really don't care. Most people people that say I don't care what nobody thinks want people to think that they don't care what they nobody thinks. Right? Yeah, so they're lying. So they're trying to influence. They, they, they care. People that really don't care don't even tell you they don't care. Jim, I look at people that we know that we grew up with, be on social media every day, acting all super tough. Like, and most of them are women, acting like they're this super tough person because that's the persona that they try and give off, knowing that you care. You care. <laughs> Adam. What's their name? What's their name? Yo, um, Shout out to no, but the thing about the it. Austin knew him. He yo. Yo. Yeah. Hey, like, you guys, like, I watched it last night. Jimmy brought up that. Oh, Jimmy, Jimmy that real low. That's kind of what bothers me about Paul George, though. Because Paul George, like, tries to act like he's an alpha when we all know that he's a beta. Like, just, just like, yo. Stick to, stick to what you're doing. Like, he could be the best, like, you know, possibly number two or three option on the team. But he has these moments where he gets in front of the media and tries to Damn. act like Let me he's call that man number two or three. <laughs> Hold on. Three, though? So, so, so you guys being, like, 25 I said, I said, years, Paul George will write a book? Well, I guess three on a on – a, the way they the way they stack in super teams these days, I guess he could be a three on somebody's team. Listen, if he if he if, if he went to if he went to the Lakers like he everybody thought he would have, he would have flushed. Yeah, there he would have been three, a three. Yeah. yeah, yeah, because but that wouldn't hey, be fair. So, 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 so Jimmy, they, they might you're they saying that in twenty already. Nah, that wouldn't be so. Fair. So Jimmy, you're that saying in twenty five years, Paul George gonna write a book talking about he's a real leader of the Clippers. Oh. They call him Ty Lue a racist, even though Ty Lue is black. You got to think about it. Yeah. Scotty is but, on one, man. Scotty is on hey. one. Scotty on that digit. Scotty mm-hmm. on that digit. That digit. You don't know job of selling that digit. It, it gets you like that. Right. By, by the way, I'm going to be, like, well, be, 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 be honest with you. We're going to get into that. I'm going to be honest with you. Tobias, he really shouldn't be talking about the future. But we'll talk about that later. <laughs> or the Malik. He probably, he probably go around in the air yelling to <laughs> Mr. Freaking Malik. I'm tired of Malik. Like he, like he Michael Rappaport on Rocky Randy. Yeah. I mean, I be thinking yeah. of that, but. Scotty don't but, understand. Yeah. It. He, well, he don't speak good English. So. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta, y'all got to try that with y'all kids, though, when they make y'all mad. Do y'all speak English? You got to do that. But, Brian, do you speak you know what, the problem with him is, is that one, don't if he got a problem with it, call the man up, express it. Don't, cause don't. I, 
I'm a confrontational guy. So it's like, <laughs> hey, if you got a problem, just say it. But here's the other thing. It was true. You did it. It's all over Sports Center. You can YouTube it. You and plus Tony Kukoc made a couple of buzzer beaters that year, and Pippen clanked a couple of that game. And oh yes, by the way, people, they were going to get swept if Kukoc didn't make that shot because they were down 0-2, but down 0-3, and that was it. And and if Pippen was a great leader, Jimmy remember that choke job Portland had against the Lakers, and he up there went out meekly with ten points, just three of ten. Dribbling around, didn't want the ball. How the hell are you the leader? You go out, you go down meekly like that. You murky. So, but here's my thing. My, my thing is, my thing is, and we're going to talk about this later. But the yeah. fact of the matter is, it's 2021, and we're discussing Scottie Pippen. So he's marketing his book and his liquor. It's a job well done. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a bigger issue. Like when you say someone's racist, I'm not saying Phil Jackson isn't. But you got to have better proof than saying giving a guy the last shot was a better shooter than you clanked to already. You got to give me a better and example. And Jim, you know. and Jim, not only that, uh-huh. I plan on, not, not, not only that, I plan on buying a bottle of Digit. And I don't even drink. I'm going to keep some Digit in the crib. Like I'm going to take a shot. I can see, see if I start slamming. <laughs> I don't mean, know what that is. I'm going to keep some Digit hey. on the bar for the guests. I'm, I'm a support Scotty. He tripping, but everybody, everybody going, everybody going to drink and start telling you how they really feel about people. I know, right? Like I know. They're, they're but I'm trying to be down. Austin, man. Talking about Alabama. That's why I be drink, <laughs> saying when I drink it. But uh, <laughs> but I say these before I run. Uh, Bill, like with Bill Cosby, I think like y'all say, people don't use nuance. It don't go deep. It's that with me, it wasn't even about whether he did it or not. It's about how they deep. tried him. And it's like, that's the thing where it was like, he wasn't supposed to go and all that. That was my thing. And all these women that so-called saying, why you messing with women, you ain't saying that. They were step, they were, they were stepping to the name of love before that documentary came out on BET, knowing mm. that he made a sex tape with a minor. So, and Mary mm. Leah. That, that's true. So, 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 so don't come at me. Like, or, like, we saw him. Better yet, we saw the video of both, you know, being yeah. on a young girl. Or better yet. Cardi B admitted to drugging men, black men and robbing them. I ain't heard, no, I ain't heard nothing for nothing. He said, don't go to those strip clubs. So I want, I'm going to keep that same energy guy, you know. And and that they, and like, if people actually read how he shouldn't have been prosecuted, but it's not about what he did or didn't do. It's about they illegally prosecuted him. And, oh, yes, people, he was never going to buy NBC because unlike black folks, NBC ain't selling their big media market to black people. Only black people sell media to white people. Uh, and only black people but, will believe that that was the case and keep running with that. Like, come on. Man. Yeah, and my Yo, last thing, guys, I'll, I'll, I know you can, go ahead, you're going to throw an 80-year-old dude no, in jail because he's going to buy a I just want to bring up that um, – it's, a, it's alleged that Mary J. Blige was, like, breaking and taking pain from men, allegedly. Yeah. Um, are we going to hold her to the same standard? She hit her husband on camera, but you don't hit you, nobody. You know why, though? Because macho culture don't allow us to hold her to the same standards, because I don't think it's possible for me to be raped. I want, I want, to, I want yeah. to know whether one of y'all high-value yeah. high brothers is because even if about it, though. I think so, she did, though. Even, even if she's strong, <laughs> and I don't necessarily want to. There's gonna be some semblance of enjoyment if she nights in the morning. Never mind. Um, yeah. yeah. All right, Tobias. Man. We we wrap up. Those are the sentiments of the war room. Right, yeah, I say this last thing though, because I know oh, you guys ready to talk man. about it. And, uh, y'all talk about that when they college NCA got the uh, name, image, likeness thing. I mm. think women 
athletes are going to make out big. But it's still a banana tailpipe, my opinion, because they still should be getting checks anyway. Because, hey, everybody on that field, they still get some checks anyway. And now Alabama can actually be like everybody else and pay players. Now, if Alabama is doing this all clean all these years, you know. But, uh, but, but, I, but I, I do feel like I always believe, how the hell are you going to sell this kid's jersey and not, he not get no money off of it? And, and, and what people don't realize, it's not about them guys trying to make $10 million. A lot of those guys want to make a couple of G's, hang out with their friends, take the girlfriend out something to eat. You know, so have to spend the money because you're using their like, <clears throat> using their name, using their mm-hmm. body. They should get something out of this. Oh, speaking, yeah. speaking of that, with regards uh, to Alabama, uh, how, how do you feel Alabama has benefited, has benefited from a chattel slavery in, in modern <laughs> modern times? Hey, yeah. Alabama has provided them a temporary education. For, hey, nice job, make them a millionaire, gave them a prime education, and pillars of society. You guys have a great day. Right. <laughs> Yo. Yo, I'm gonna post that Yo. question in the in the chat and on our social media platforms because we don't really have time to, to talk about it today because it could be a long conversation. But you know, let's post a question like if this was always a rule where you can get money off your likeness, especially off like Jersey sales and stuff like that, like which college players would be the richest right now? So we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna throw Tim that Tebow. at the people and see what they say. Tim I got Tebow. a couple. Clearly. Definitely yeah. him. Tim no, Tebow. And, and, and it I ain't even a question. I, if I'm going all the way back to the 90s and like basketball, like I think, I think Chris Webber would have came up if, if, if he was allowed like, to. Like, I mean, the whole fast Tim five had a whole Chris Webber. Oh no no, I'm not I'm not comparing. I'm just talking about, about going say, back to the '90s. people got a whole to religion basketball behind basketball and Weber's. Like he, he Weber's the first person I think of, and I think of '90s college basketball. I think he would team up. All right, um, Tim, Tim, we got Tim people had a whole religion behind him. Oh yeah, definitely. The the Christians would have been would would have been for that. We got the homie Rob calling in from Cali. Rob, what up, man? Not really. Hey, hey, Rob, AKA Rick and Fly. This is your boy Rob, AKA. Rob, you're working. Rob, you're working. You're working. You and your yin yang no, no, friends no. right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's up? Good, man. All good, man. I just want to say, I want to say, wait, First of all, it's great to hear y'all guys, man. It's been a while. Appreciate it. Second of all, you know, um, Tobias is a liar. Tobias confrontation. He's definitely fighting my cause yet. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, <laughs> yeah. But, 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 but anyways, in the matter at hand, I, I do want to say that, you know, I said I took this probably somebody. Listen, the reason why I didn't, as you know, I took shots at the Sixers. It was, it was no disrespect. It was just because of Drew Holiday. I was a big Drew Holiday fan. And years ago, when they let him go, and, you know, starting the process, I was really pissed off. And now seeing the process, and I used to, I really, I'm going to say, because, you know, I love, I'm an Eagles fan, but, you know, I have to call food sports, so low-key, I really fulfill it for, you know, Sixers and, and Drew Holiday. But, you know, the whole process thing, and I don't want to touch too much on this, because I know we got all got, we all want to talk about Chris Paul and stuff, and, and pose a question to y'all, I can talk. But the, but the whole thing about um, what do you call it? Uh, about the process is they should have just traded. They should have just traded Ben Simmons for Harden. I know we talked about this in the show. I know I argue with people about that, but that would have been a good choice for keeping Ben Simmons there. 
The game really doesn't really care about getting better. Right. It's, it's, I'm going to let you finish, but it's kind of like, you know, how you'd be talking about the Eagles. Like, they should have traded this. Like, you need two parties to do that. And and though we heard those talks, Houston Rockets were never going to trade Ben Simmons to Philadelphia because of Daryl Morey. They were not going to give Daryl Morey James Harden after he left their organization like that. They were stringing the Sixers along, and that's why the deal never happened. The Sixers offered them a better package than the Nets did, and they still traded them to the Nets because they never had intentions of trading James Harden to the to the to the Sixers. So it it was it wasn't possible. They would have done that. Like they're going to tell you because it didn't happen. They're going to tell you, oh, we wanted Ben Simmons, but nobody who's an executive in Philly right now is married to Ben Simmons. Dude, Maury is new. Even when when um when uh what's his name Elton Brand came in, like that wasn't his guy either. So they don't don't believe that hype, man. They were never going to trade James Harden to Philadelphia, man. It's personal with Maury. He bounced on them. No way they're gonna let their best player go with them. You know what I mean? But go ahead. You I said you wanted said, to holler about Chris Paul. I, I, I it's always personal with these NBA GMs. They're very more serious than like than the NFL GMs. You want to go there, like you know, look at Donovan. Uh, you know, he could have went to Sacramento. Why he like like his dad? I mean, you know, that's the that's the whole Slavic thing. Shout out to my third. Yeah, I mean, it's a little more serious with them. Them cats be having wars and shit. <laughs> but, but no, I, I mean, it definitely is. These, all these dudes are human. Their emotions get involved. I mean, the same way when people vote for NBA awards and all that kind of stuff. Like, come on. Like, we talked about it earlier. There's no damn way Monty Williams shouldn't have been the NBA coach of the year. But, you know, people love the Tibbs story. People love New York. So, you know, you turn around New York, it's yours no matter what the other dudes do. And, and I want to say uh, to Jim, because I know he may say that if the Suns win, what's it do to Chris Paul's legacy? And does that put him in the top 10 point guards of all time? Does that put him over Jason Kidd or under Jason Kidd? What does it do, to, what does it do for his legacy? I want all y'all time in, you know. I mean, for his legacy, truthfully, I, I I think Chris Paul. I think I think his legacy. I think they already hold him in high regard. I think I think Chris Paul's legacy now, and I'm not saying this is what I think, but I think his legacy now is top five point guard of all time. That's what I think most people think. I don't think there's a lot of people out there who would put Jason Kidd, you know, the likes of Kidd over Chris Paul. You know, except for me, because that's just a lie I'm going to fight on until I'm dead. But really? Chris Paul, number, I mean, Jason Kidd, number two. Nah, I really don't think so. Um, there and, there and, are people and, and then that also think, think about it. Paul's think about what Rob Jason just did. said, though. If he wins this championship, then they're going to go overboard with his legacy. They're going to act like all yeah, the other stuff true. never happened. So, he went a chip. He top three. I've heard you Jeff argue that Jason Kidd is the best point guard of all time, so, like, he's fighting on that line forever. <laughs> I, I said number two, man, behind Magic. Number two. Oh, I said, I mean, no, you, it was me that said, I said number one. Because we used to argue, we used to argue. No, that, 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 that we used to argue that him or Zeke at number saying, two. No, <laughs> Magic is number one. Nobody's above Magic. But, but Jim, no me. I can make an argument for any position. Stop. Give me a position, I'll make Stop. an argument for it. You say one, Stop. all right. Stop. 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 Stop.
I saw it too. Definitely Who? not. Who is? It's just Stockton. 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 Oh. I mean, I think Stockton has a case for that, though. A lot of people, especially people that look like us, like to just diss him because he looked like him. But Stockton was a bowler, man. He was, he was, he was crazy. Stockton. He could play basketball. Um, He's pretty good. What? He's pretty good. He makes, all, he makes the all-cave team. That's pretty much it. <laughs> I, mean, I, I mean, hopefully we have a YouTube show. I hope we all make a YouTube show where we can argue about Who's the case of number two, three, or four, or five? Because you got Nash, you have Chris Paul, and you have. Yeah, we need to. We got a ton of YouTube shows. We just ain't done episodes in years. I think we should do a show. We come up with the arcade team. Who's on the arcade team? We got Larry, John. Who else? Like who else makes it? <laughs> and then, but then, but then, but then, then we have to talk about which one of the, the arcade teams I mean, can make it on the on the on the. Uh, the all park team, <laughs> the all rock. That's, good. That's a good. In, 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 no, in no probably, particular, probably, I'm you. I, I don't care what nobody say. I'm putting Larry on any team. I'm putting Larry. That might be the only one, but I'm putting Larry on it. Yeah, team. Larry going all teams I, I, listen, anywhere in the universe. I, I know. But I know, uh, I know y'all with Larry. I'm I don't like to talk about it because I don't like when people. Hey Jim, I don't like to talk about it because I don't like to be called names because I do care. You know, I don't want my feelings mm-hmm. here, but I might still think Larry uh, might be I the greatest small forward who's ever played in the NBA. I, I, I think, but that, I that think might top, be what I, I think top. That might be what top I five. Top five point guards in no particular order: Jason Kidd, uh, the Glove. Uh, you got Steve Nash. You got Bob Cousy. You got Oscar He's Robertson. He's um Steph Steph Curry, Jerry West. <laughs> He's you know, y'all. There's a lot of there's, there's there's a lot of point guards out there. Uh, the boy y'all talk about is definitely a forward. He's a point. Man. You can put him at point forward. He's point forward. The Austin. The Austin. Huh? Bugging. The Austin. Uh, bugging. Nah, I, nah. I mean, he's a, he was a great uh, forward. He's a great forward. Great. He took the he took the Paul Pressy role and took it to the and next MF and level. And 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 do y'all think if I'm not saying anything's positive by Andrew or anything, but do you think having, not having big names like LeBron, Steph Curry, and others kind of helped the NBA and made the game a little bit more interesting because nobody, you know, we don't know who's going to win a championship? Um, huh? I mean, I, I, I like the fact that we're going to have a new champion and new, you know, two new teams in the but finals. I mean, I, mean, I like that, but, but I don't I mean, think generally. On. I don't think generally the fans like that. Fans want to see but, who they want to the see. But the NBA is the, the NBA is the ultimate at creating new stars. And CP3 is one of the biggest stars in the league. I mean, he's on TV every two seconds, whether they playing in the playoffs or not. Like, right. I don't say far about to drop the bag this thing for the finals. They about to drop the bag <laughs> because I mean, he, and if you think about it, he probably has like a bonus clause in there. If he makes the finals, he probably gets what? a nice piece of chicken, but. Um, fact of the matter is, he's a star, and Devin Booker is going to be a star. This this does nothing but raise their profile. The NBA is the is the best league when it comes to propping someone up to be a star. Yeah, so, they'll adjust. Well, I don't they, they want the, they want Brian in them in it, but if they don't get him, they just going they yeah. going they, they going to overstate somebody else. <laughs> Jimmy, I want to ask you this: Do you think it was a great decision for the NBA to make a the NBA to cancel that trade? I'll make it that one. 
I'm so, I'm sorry. I didn't understand this question. What did he say? To cancel the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers? Yeah. He I mean, said he think it's a great foul, decision for him. Yeah, that that, that was. No, I mean, was I, I can't. I mean, I, you you asked him about something twenty years ago. I mean, the board that made the decision not even with us no more. Like, um, I don't <laughs> know. Foul. I think I think it was. Well, we didn't have a good. Uh, we didn't have a good front office back then. I mean, the the you know the the you know Miss Miss Jenny Buss, the, the Golden Goose. You know what I'm saying? She was in the LIC. You know what I'm saying? The LINI and she didn't make hey, it. But, but you don't, you don't need a great Kobe. front office to put Chris Paul in his prime with Kobe Bryant. Like, you can I overcome a bad front office with them dudes. Yeah, like, look, you, look, you can look, overcome you a bad front office with that court. Yo, dog, you're the, the best backcourt in the league for years. And the coaching wasn't that good anyway, too. I mean, it don't matter. Don't don't matter if you got two two dudes who know the game like them. You don't you don't need a great coach. Plus, you know Mike you know Brown all you got won with them. two together. And, and guess what? Phil would have came back. Phil right, right, Phil right. Like, right. Set the exactly. for me? Yeah, Phil would have came back for a third. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know how Phil go. Man, I would. I wish he did came back. Well, you set that plate. Yeah, so dinner is served. Yeah. And I know, I know, I know. I gotta go because I know you guys love me. Top of, I do enjoy the series. You know what I'm saying? You know, I do enjoy that. I do enjoy talking to y'all. You know, you got some people who like, like the one thing I like talking to old heads is that they, they're, they're, they adjust to the time. Meaning, listen, they're not stuck on one player. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's mm-hmm. never gonna be like it is in the '70s. You're not gonna see Joyce Urban anymore. You're not gonna see Bill Chamberlain. You're not gonna see Lake Burton mm-hmm. anymore. So. How do you, uh, Rob? Like, how do you like, think that? How do you think Magic, Isaiah, and Dwayne Wade celebrated Pride? Uh, ask EJ. How about that? True. True. Good response. Ask EJ. You can you can ask him. But I don't know. But um, yeah. And I'm kind of glad that, that Isaiah Thomas and Mary Johnson did made made up at that time. Um, and that's all I got to say, man. I hope you all have a blessed day. And shout out to shout out to everybody. And excellent, brother and Rob. I, we and, appreciate and, you. And, and, and I wanted to know how that how did those non-sexual celebrated pride too, especially once in Ohio. And, yeah. And um, Chicago, and Chicago. Shout out to Chicago, but go, man. You got y'all got to take our trash out, man. So you taking shot. Alright, uh, we will let you next week, man. Peace. <laughs> yo, Rob be taking shots, yo. <laughs> you definitely be taking some shots. Alright, so um real quick for Jim, tell us what happened while we're on the grind. Uh quote of the week. I ain't got too many bars for this, man. I wake up every morning with two thoughts. Number one, how do I make my bosses more money? And number two, how do I get some of it? That's from Stephen A. Smith of ESPN. How do I make my bosses more money? And two, how do I get some of it? Yo, any time in my life I skipped over the first thought. Like, it's not about them. It's about me. I mean, I, I guess his thinking is, you know, the more I make for them, maybe the more they're going to give me. But, like, 
I just, is, is that really it though? Because you got a contract. They're going. You can go out and do something crazy and make them a whole lot more bread this year, and you still gonna get the same diesel contract that you got, but it ain't going up none because they already probably think right, they're so overpaid. Not, this, when, you, black. when I heard this, this is what happened. Oh, go ahead, Jimmy. Go ahead, be off. When I heard this, in my mind, all I heard is, "What can I do for you, boss?" That's all I heard. Odi, 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 I'm like, all right, so this is one of them times where you need more than 140 characters. I need to see, I need to see, right. make this like a thread or something. Because I thought right. he was about to say something like, you know, when you add value to a situation, you actually come up to, because it's truth to that too, right? But it, yeah, if you add context, but you gotta to it, expound on that. It's not you can't as just bad, leave it but like you this. gotta add context to it. You can't just leave this out here by itself. Like <laughs> yeah, that. man. That sounds. I love to work for boss. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it comes <laughs> off like that. Like nobody asked him to post the season. Though. Why he wasn't just boss is right to, to me. Himself. He didn't, he he don't have the excuse. Well, they asked me, so I, nah. You just came out like Listen, yo. Man, my thing is, if, if, if you're the going, first if you're thing you think of is how you can make more money for your bosses. Like first of all, I hate that word. Wow. But first of all, yeah. I hate that word. That's what type of team do you have if you refer to another man or woman as boss? Yo, but the Yo, first thing he had, the goes. first thought he has when he wakes up, not like looking over at a piece laying next to him and like, damn, I throw that up. Like he, he like, what can I do to make Mr. Charlie some more money? Like, <laughs> oh, man, Mr. Charlie, Mr. Charlie. He called him Mr. Charlie. Yo, I know I'm a weird dude. The first thing I think of is Yam and <clears throat> Like, yo, can you bust me a nice grub? You know who legs it? You know what I'm saying? Uh, I go straight. Yeah, yo, I, I wake up and go straight to Instagram. But um, anyway, like yo. with the bull, like, yeah. you know, <laughs> he, he put he put the cause in front of the effect or vice. I don't know. Yeah, okay. what I'm what I'm trying to say. But like the other thought should be for like, how can I get more money? And you can be like, okay, if I make these jabronis some more money, then like you said, Jimmy, it'll trickle down to me. But you can't. Think about them first and be like, okay, you know, how can I make them more you money? Can if, you can, you can if you're a house nigga. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Yo, all right, man. I I ain't got much for that, man. I just no. had. I, I know y'all was gonna think that was Yo, man, real quick, crazy, man. crazy tweet. Y'all, y'all right. Cosby for well, a good hour, so. Hold on, Saturday um, week, real quick. The largest contract in sports history, Lionel, Lionel Messi's four-year, $674 million deal with FC Barcelona just expired yesterday. Um, I, I don't we, – we, like, we got to hurry up and move on, B, just knowing that you're a part of this world now since you got a player in your midst that's better than Messi. Um, just don't get the bread yet because he top three. Is this – this isn't his last contract, is it? No. Lionel Messi, there's there's certain guys, and I'm going to ask you all this, but I thoroughly believe it. If Michael Jordan came out of retirement right now, we know he couldn't really do much. But what do you think his contract would be? What do you think an I NBA mean, franchise would pay? He'd be an you, no, 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 granted, no, no, you're right, Absolutely. I mean, that's what I have, though, is this. Like, but, if, if someone who's not in the culture doesn't watch the culture, I don't even – like, listen, I, I have nothing to do with it at all. Like, But 
Every time I hear about dude it's a lot of bread. money, I've never heard about how nice he is. I've never heard about. I hear about oh, other. I mean, how go nice to YouTube. Are, He's definitely nice. But I've I've, I've sat okay. down and watched okay. some messy highlights. Like, yeah, he he definitely nice. Okay. But, but that's a lot of bread. Every time I hear about dude is in reference to how much money he makes. Probably because it's just so obscene. Yeah, the, the money Yo, that they he made. made listen, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you like this. In, in our sport, in our world, and it's probably because we're Amer- we're we're Americans. When someone gets a contract, it gets announced. Lionel Messi and his folks made sure this remained secret. Like they didn't broadcast they, how much they money he was it. making. They didn't <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was over. This is really, really really even one. Well, awesome. well, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Yeah. And where do you rank him in terms of like all-time players? Like when he like is, is top five. I know when, I mean, I can't Easy. Okay. Easy. Easy. Okay. Top five. So, Top five ever right, in the okay. universe. Yeah. Okay. Nah, that's, that's all I want. I want to know is like, if you had to compare him to someone um, in our beloved sport of hoops, because that's all we really care about. We keeping it really real with ourselves. If we had um, to compare him to somebody in hoops, who, who would be his hoops comparison? Uh, table of gods. Take your pick. Table of gods. Okay. Like, like, like he's right in between yeah. Mike, Will, Yo, and yeah. that type. Who's making? Just off kicking the ball, he made $168 million per year the last four years. Come on, and man. And that's not his endorsement. That's not his endorsement. Right, right. That's what I'm saying. That's, not, that's just from kicking the ball. That ain't commercials. That ain't. What kind, of, what kind of security detail do you need when you make that kind of chicken? Yeah. You make it more than some um, corporations, beloved. He, I try he to make, be a good human being. If he was right near on. me, I'd rob his ass. <laughs> Come on, man. That's that's for you. Sound like chalk and white. Now yeah. you put this on yourself. <laughs> but but, but also but also look at um look at the revenue that he generates for Barcelona. Now that particular oh, contract mean, has set them back. No, it's set. No, it's set them back. They they're they're in some economic turmoil around that because they they mortgaged the house, but their their revenue is close to a billion dollars. Like they they. And it's, and it's saying, like, how much money you got to be making to get this ball, damn near Billy. All right, but we 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 spending too much time on it. We'll we'll get back to it. Yo, we like to talk money. Let's, let's move so. on. Let's move on. B. Austin, are you familiar? Are you familiar with Charleston White? B. Austin. I am familiar with Charleston White. He's a hey, uh, sensationalist. Hey, 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 Jim. On this one, all we really got to all we really got hit on is, 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 is Scott and P, and we we done. Hey, that's listen, man. Story. That's all we're gonna talk about, man. That's, yeah, that's, that's, that's all, all we're gonna talk about. Why you? Hey, why you always naive? Is brought to you by <laughs> digital extreme technology. Yo, digital extreme <laughs> technology. You just press some website. Go to digitalextremetech.com dot com or call two six seven two zero five four three zero three. Say, yo, I heard from the war room. Give me that discount, Do it. and that's how you get that discount. <laughs> but we gotta talk about what happened while you were on the grid night, right? So, I mean, we got a lot of stuff on here, but we're gonna talk about one major story, which is. My man Digits, Scotty Pippen, a.k.a. Digits. <laughs> Scotty um, Digits. He called MJ selfish. He called Phil Jackson a racist. I mean, he was pretty much in his uh, in his Birkin um, going off that Digits. He was having a conversation with Dan Patrick. You know, Dan was trying to remain professional, but Scotty was cutting at everybody. Um, Scotty wouldn't let Scotty's him. Been online. Scott, Scotty's been online with Polo G on his album release with his hair all twisted up and braids looking like uh, – with, with like dressed like he was like 19. I don't know what's going on with Scotty right now. Scotty, midlife he crisis right now, man. 
Scotty always yeah, be closing right now. He's selling right now. We know Yo, Scotty got unguarded coming out in, in November. He got his um uh his bourbon that's already on the shelves. Jimmy been telling y'all the, the name of it, Digit. Um that's already on the shelves from what I can see. Um he probably got a few more things in the works, but Scotty has been going in the last week and a half on everybody. Um, he did an interview with GQ, so most of the questions that Dan Patrick asked him was based around the GQ interview where he went in on Kevin Durant, he went in on Charles Barkley, um, said a couple of choice words about Mike and Phil, but nothing as bad as where it got to in this interview. It's like, like he, he, he called Mike selfish for, for leaving to play baseball. He called Phil pretty much a racist. He said it was racially motivated, but when Dan tried to press him, he doubled down and, and actually said that Phil Jackson was racist because he gave Tony Kukoc the final shot in that 1994 playoff series instead of Scottie Pippen. Um, where is this coming from, fellas? Like, is Scottie bitter because Mike gets all this credit? For, for what they did back then because I think in recent Absolutely. years Scotty's legend has grown immensely, especially now that we're living in an era where people don't mind taking major shots at Michael Jordan. I think Scotty's looking you know, he's coming out like smelling like roses in, in this whole thing recently. But maybe that's why he's taking these chances because he knows and he's he actually has yeah. some some backup now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. This hey, is calculated um I think I think a part of it factors into his personality and his resentment of of knowing that he's a bitch um, and a second fiddle, knowing that, and he doesn't want to be that, but he knows what he is, and knew what it was to be around ultra ultra competitive super alpha male heroes. And listen, you Robin man, and you can turn a good living being Robin. Um, he doesn't. This is an opportunity as society changes and shifts for him to shift the narrative. He's looked at the future, and it didn't look bright for him. And so he, you know, he's trying to change the future and um, for himself. I and I, I, going there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see yo, going there, but yo, I, yo, be, be, be easily, be easily on that future talk, man. <laughs> Yo, we can make this. Be easy. I see what you did here too. Y'all got jokes. But yo, I think it's it's a couple things. I mean, the dude is literally synonymous with being Rodman now. Like when you talk about a sidekick or number two, (laughs) yo, that's the tipping. My man, he's a poster child. My man is a butler. Beta. My man is the poster child for Beta. So my thing is, if you have any alpha energy, this got to bother you, right? But at the same time, I kind of respect people that know their role and play it and then will still just, like, eat off of that role forever, like like, like Split Star, right? Split Star is the greatest, like, you know, <laughs> Scotty Pippen, for lack of a better term. But, no, Split Star makes a great living. I've seen him, like, talk about it. Like, he makes a great living. He makes over a million dollars a year. He has multiple Grammys just just by being, you know, the, the sidekick. And he plays his role, and he still plays his role. Like, and so it's, 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 it's just – some people don't aren't able to do that. One of my um one of my uh, heroes in this world, 
is um Stedman Grant. There's a couple of those. There's a couple of those necessary, my bad. Stedman definitely the best behind the scenes cat ever. Listen, he lives in a he lives an amazing life. Like, I've seen on TV where they were showing, like, her crib, and, like, he has his own man room. His man room is, like, bigger than most of our houses. Like, <laughs> yo, he lives an amazing life, and he doesn't care what any of y'all say about it because he gets to live an amazing life. So, shout out to Stephanie Graham. But the thing is, everybody can't do that. Everybody can't do that. I think and Oprah straps on and plugs it. <laughs> yeah. always got to take stuff with <laughs> Yo. Yo, those are supposed to be awesome, man. Yo. The second part to this is it's the perfect time for this because the most um the player under the most spotlight right now, um, the most the most the guy that's the most hated and the most loved at the same time is one Raymond. But Raymond has his own army. So when Scotty gets to doing this, guess who's gonna jump on his side? Right? He gets to yeah, jump on his Raymond side army. is the right. the Raymonalites. That that's their Scottie. new name. Not the Bronze yeah. Sexuals, the Raymonalites. Yeah, so the Raymond Army gets to jump behind him because, again, LeBron is chasing goals. LeBron put up a post today. He was at a Sparks game, right? And he spent, he thanked the Sparks for, um, you know, letting him sit courtside, yada, yada, yada. The first five comments on the post. The first five comments on the post are, MJ is better than you. You'll never be as great as MJ. MJ it is. Like, no, it has nothing to do with MJ. And, but the point is, then, then what, what, come, what comes after those five posts are his fans defending him. So it's like he has an army too, and this army will jump behind Scotty as Scotty so so like, you know, talk about how great a player he is. So, I mean, there's a lot going on with this. And at the end of the day, my man is like, yo, what do I have but my story? I need to sell something to get to this chicken. So yeah. I'm, so I'm, I'm not – I, I respect that. everything you said because critical thought – you put you put the thought in, and it makes a lot of sense. But there's something about the human nature, the human animal, and alpha versus beta, and as it ties to one's dignity. Scotty is a guy, no matter how talented, he has little dignity. And some of this stuff shows in him going on youth-centric or youth-focused platforms with braids and plaits and twisting his hair and just, he's not shiny comfortable. <laughs> shiny shiny, shiny suits. My man signed the bad boy. Um, he just, he, it, it, what you're saying makes perfect sense. But even some of the Raymonalites can't really get behind him because they're like, yo, you are corny, Duke. But, like, here's you, the but, that, but you got to also look else. at the, I mean, the times. That we're living in, like getting to that bag, is way more important than dignity. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, Scotty and, got something in this book. You know, people are waiting for this be book funny, now because right? they like if he cooking them like this in an interview. Imagine what's in this book, especially coming off the heels Whoa. of being bitter about Michael Jordan throwing that whole 1994 season in the Last Dance. Listen, I, well, as soon as the pre-orders come up, I'm ordering the joint, right? Because the last time this happened. <laughs> was George Carl, when George Carl had a book coming out, and in his uh, media joint, he was cooking everybody. And guess what? In his book, he didn't let down. He gave everybody the hands. He cooked everybody. <laughs> he cooked them. He cooked a pop. He, he, he started talking about players' pops, leaving them as they was kids. Like, he was cooking everybody. Damn. But um, the, How do you do so, that if you ain't on your deathbed? Yeah. 
Like, Yo, George Carl went there. He went there. If I, if I write went that, like, too y'all far. can't publish this until I'm, you know, until I'm about to die. No, he went. He went way too far. That, if somebody gonna so, put their like, hands on over there. If you notice, since then he's kind of been like ostracized. He doesn't get to like a lot of this uh, oh, yeah. you know, opportunities in the bum. Yeah, so he kind of he kind of went there. Though. So I hope he made enough chicken on that book. But anyway, the other thing is, and not even trying to be funny, all jokes aside, when you look at what Scotty does on socials, he's been very active on IG in terms of the way he's dressed in his hair. It's almost like he's trying to look like the dude that has been notorious for like smashing his chicken Gucci flip flops and making a rap about it. Um, wow. that was Future Bar. You know, he's wow. chicken. Think about it. Future got the braids. Dom DeMarco. DeMarco. So, I mean, Chick might really got him messed up in the game, man. You know, Brad Jordan told us, man, dude's down. Yeah. She out here with younger dudes, and now he out here trying to look like a younger dude. Um, exactly. But, yeah, he's real bitter about the last dance in particular. Noodle The fact that Mike focused on the 94 season when Mike wasn't even on the team and he focused on some of Scotty's shortcomings that season without him. But Hey, you make it a hero documentary about yourself. So you got to make it, you know, you got to show the bad stuff that happened when you were gone and that you came back and you fixed all of that. So, you know, um, I can only imagine though, what everybody taking about him in this book. Everybody has perspective. So my thing is you rebuttal with your perspective. But you ain't right. got to go this far, dog. But, but, but you know what, though? You call, you Scott, yeah, Scotty's per, his perspective is going to come from a place of anger, though. It's not going to just be perspective. He's just going to, oh, this is what we're doing? So he's just going to start making up perspective and just to sound like, you know, a tougher dude. And, like, he says some stuff like, he acts like they were never friends. Like, okay, you, you might be butthurt. You might think a friend wouldn't put you out there like that. You can say that. But, like, you go out there and flip the thing like y'all were never friends. Like, I can't believe that they were never friends. You know what I mean? Um, Listen, man, all I'm saying <laughs> is Scotty also was selling alcohol, and he definitely looked like he had a couple cups when he was on that game. <laughs> I saw the video. Yeah, speak English. <laughs> Dan, do you speak English? Um, so just a couple of the quotes. Talking about Mike and, you know, leaving the team. He said, yeah, it was a big decision, but it was a selfish decision. But it was kind of who Michael Jordan was. That was a guy who believed he could do anything on his own. Um, Cooked him. Uh, Another quote he had about the whole Scottie Pippen thing. He said, I don't think it's a mystery. You need to read between the fine lines. It was my first year playing without Michael Jordan. Why wouldn't I be taking that last shot? And they being kind to him. They're being kind to him in this quote because he did all this in third person. So I'm going to go back and read it like he said it. Why wouldn't Scottie Pippen be taking that last shot? Scottie Pippen been through all the up and downs, the battles with the Pistons, and now you want to insult Scottie Pippen and tell Scottie Pippen to take it out? (laughs) I thought it was a pretty low blow. Felt like it was an opportunity to give Kukoc a rise. It was a racial move to give him a rise after all I've been through with this organization. Now you're going to tell me to take the ball out and throw it to Tony Kukoc? You're insulting me. That's how I felt. Um, do y'all think he has a point there, or do you think the no. coach does, he no. has to do to win the game? Well, here's no. the thing. All right, let me let me let me say because this. Michael Jordan did bring in that hero ball uh, era where the lat, where you know the, let the me, best player got to take the last There's shot. A couple things. There's a couple things, right? So I can't. I mean, his perspective on Phil being racist, like 
I mean, I've also read I've read multiple Phil books, and I've seen Phil go off on Kobe in a way that I thought was kind of weird. Um, and the funny thing is he came back and coached him a couple more titles after he called him everything under the sun and selfish and all that other kind of stuff. But I can't speak to his perspective because it could have not just been that one situation, multiple situations. But I think what gets lost in this whole thing is, you know, Kukoc made the shot. And every time we talk about this, we talk about, like, who's <laughs> the right. guy who not just, like, yo, at the end of the day, the coach made the right call. They won the game. Kukoc made the shot. And I think yeah. that gets lost, and that shouldn't get lost in the fact that, yo, he made the shot. It was the right call. Yeah. It, it, hey. it demonstrates it demonstrates a chink in Scotty's armor and his character, not that all of this stuff doesn't anyway, but you're more concerned about Phil giving you the honor of being the last shot taker, the Batman, when Phil knew you were Robin at best, and he picked a better Batman than you, but y'all won. So if it's not about Hero Ball and Batman and Robin and it's about winning – I don't know how you point at that example other than the fact that it made you look terrible. See, and, and, and here's this? another thing, right? So I'm also one of the guys that defends LeBron when he doesn't take the last shot and he passes it up because I believe that a true Batman is able to make the right decision and make the right play, right? So a true Batman, and I'm not just talking about LeBron. This could be, this could be even Michael Jordan passing the ball to Paxton or Kerr. Like, that to me is still Batman. Like when you're Batman and everybody knows you're Batman, you don't have to take the last shot. It's sure, about the in win. Orlando. About he tried team. to pass it to so, was it Winnington, one of them bummers? <clears throat> exactly. That's my point. My point is when you when you're a true Batman, you don't have to say I'm Batman. Everybody knows you're Batman, whether you pass right. the ball or you take the shot or not. A true Batman don't have to say, "Yo, I'm I'm Scotty Pippen." Like you don't have to do that. A true a true See, but, leader, and, a, true, and, a true Batman. And then Scotty also doesn't understand the, the gravity of that situation because he wasn't getting the call made for him to actually shoot the ball. Phil wanted him to inbound. They all were, you know, what's the cliche? The inbound dude is the most dangerous dude. If Tony Kuko gets in trouble, it's going right back to you. And even if you, you know, if it doesn't, you're still Batman in this situation. You're still Batman. Tony Kuko is Robin. There's some times when, you know, Batman might have had to take on two or three dudes and be the decoy while Robin go and, and, and save the girl. Like, stuff happens. Like, you, you got to get over that. And like Jimmy said, at the end of the day, he made the right call. So, Jim, you talked about LeBron's army. Peep, who jumped on this and tweeted after, you know, this story came out. <laughs> the bull Maverick Carter said, all right. All the hard work, effort, and achievement, Phil Jackson still calls us a posse every step you take to remind they remind you you ghetto. Um, and then he put the definition of posse, a body of men typically armed, summoned by a sheriff to enforce the law. So, um, yeah, Brian Army, he got the yeah. top lieutenant so, but, but see, in the Brian Army. But see, but that, that's why, that's, why, that's so. why I don't um, I don't really get into that part of it. I do think that Phil made the right call because it worked. But Phil Jackson has a couple, like, things in his resume where you got to look at him a little sideways. And it could be time. It could be mm-hmm. all that. But the most interesting thing about that, right, is <laughs> when someone says, yo, Phil Jackson is racist, the first people to get mad at you is black folks, bro. That's, that's part of our <laughs> issue. But anyway. Well, I'm supposed to be mad at that. But no, but I think I'm supposed to be mad at that. Scotty's definitely <laughs> going off that digits, man. Good job, though, Scotty. Salute to you, brother, because I'm definitely going to buy some digits. I'm definitely buying your book. Yeah. So you, you, you did what you're supposed to and the book, I'm buying liquor and I don't even drink, Scotty. <laughs> well done. What's your man, Pete? Don't P? worry, I'll drink it. 
What's P what's P doing now, man? I heard I heard Master P. Yo, up Master P, the legend the legend Master P um just signed with Rock Nation because he's trying to um position himself. He wants to be the Hornets head coach. Although he hasn't coached in the NBA. Yo, my man Master P feels like yo, he he's an inspiration to everybody. There's nothing that can't be done. Jim, what did I call him the other day? I think Master P is the ultimate why not guy. Like why not? Why hey, not? Let me try that. Why can't I? Like Master P make like man. shrimp and cereal and like he got stuff all up in clothing. <laughs> I mean, he he still Yo, don't know he, the name of the, the store thing, he got stuff in because he on line I about. I'm all up in Kroger's. There ain't no S in Kroger, dog. It's just Kroger. Yo, like, he told he told us from the rip. He told us from the rip what it was. He named his anything. brand what? No limit. His no limit. No. Limit. Limit. And he lived that life. My and the thing is, like cereal. Yo. But Jim, he like he has no shame. Like Master P made way more money back in the day. Like he'll sell anything right now. He has no shame. Anything. Listen, according to Forbes, Master P is still worth a couple hundred million dollars and and growing. So it's like he he really like some people just live that way. Like yo, why why can't I do it? right? Like you said, why not? Do it? Like, why not? My man still has it. He still has an active YouTube channel where he does unboxing. <laughs> yo, yo, no limit. He don't care, man. P, he gonna be the legacy of hustle man, rich, rich hustle man. He say, he say anything. All right, man. Shout out, shout out to Pedo, man. Cause I'm, I'm, I'm gonna just go ahead and you know, cause Doc gonna mess it up. So I'm gonna go ahead and try to coach the Sixers next year. Throw my, throw my hat in the. Throw my name in the half well, of that. Why not? No limits. Why not? <laughs> no I mean, why limits. not, man? I thought I told you. Anyway, real quick, though, man. Um, real yeah, quick, for... though, man. Tell everybody what happened in Dayton Sports History because uh, we've got a couple minutes left. Definitely. This Dayton Sports History book to you by Sports the Book. Man, you hear references to Sports the Book throughout every episode, man. So if you're curious to what we're saying, and you want to get more context on some of the stuff we reference, make sure you go get Sports the Book. You can get that at warroomsports.com. You can get that at sportsthebook.com. You can search for that straight up on Amazon, man. Just make sure you go out and get your copy, man, written by Warroom Sports' own Jimmy the Blueprint. Go get that. All right, this date in sports history, July 1st, 1982, Kyle Ripken makes the first of his record 2,000. 216 consecutive Major League Baseball starts at shortstop for the Baltimore Orioles. That's a crazy streak considering how much they play baseball. Like, dude, like even before the low management era, dudes didn't play every game in baseball because it was just too many. Like, you'd get a day yeah, off like and let 12, somebody else that, start. Like 12 or 13 seasons? Yo, that, that's that's right that's more than that. i don't know i gotta break that down but that is a long ass streak um shout out to kyle um and we just want to wish everybody out there before we roll man happy bobby bonilla day uh july 1st y'all know bobby bobby b is getting his yearly check from his uh from the mets right now really really quick if you don't know this story um back when uh the now 58 year old bobby bonilla uh was Getting getting long in the tooth <laughs> with the Mets, they wanted to to get him gone. So he agreed to a buyout. But instead of paying him the five point nine million dollar buyout at the time, 
and this was in the year 2000, the Mets agreed to make annual payments of $1.19 million for 25 years starting July 1, 2011, um, including a negotiated 8% interest. So Bobby Bonilla, every July 1st, he gets a bag from the, the Mets through 2035 until he is 72 years old. And I just found out today that that's not his only deferred contract. He has another deferred contract plan with the Mets and Orioles that pays him 500 grand a year for 25 years. And those payments what? began in 2004. Bobby Bonilla is getting it in. I got a list of other people. Bobby Bonilla had we'll talk about that patience. some other time. Yo, Bobby Bonilla. Yo, oh, y'all want y'all bread up front. Right. You're one of my heroes. Yo, it was supposed yo, to be $5.9 million. He grabbed that in the first four years of the contract. He's getting this for 25 hey, listen, man, years. They, they, Are we all finished or y'all they, done? They was, I ain't got no more talk. They was, <laughs> they was looking at inflation for one and this for two. Yo, Bernie Madoff still sold more from the Mets. But anyway, with that right, being right. said, man, thank you, brothers and sisters, for joining us for another briefing in the war room. Definitely Shout out to everybody did. in the chat room, Facebook, Twitter, the group chat. Listen, man, thank you to everybody, man. We appreciate the support. Listen, enjoy your week. Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy the rest of the NBA Conference Finals. Um, you know, we only got one side playing right now, but it is what it is, or whatever you're watching. So stay safe in these streets. We'll see you right back here next time. Catch everything we do at our hub, which is warroomsports.com. Get my book, Sports the Book, at sportsthebook.com or warroomsports.com. But until next time, everybody, don't accept mediocrity. Be steadfast in the war against ignorance. We'll see you jumps on top. www.warroomsports.com What? Ain't no more to it.